God, Notre Dame is killing Oklahoma. With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. weekly WNBA podcast brought to you by Sports Ethos and Outlet Pass. My name is Corey. <laughs> Bailey is out this week, but I got Akil and Carissa with me. Guys, how's it going? It's going well. Doing well, man. Can't complain. I like that. I like that. Plenty of basketball to talk about. It's fun. We, we mostly cover the W here, but between men's March Madness and women's March Madness and the NBA... I went to a Cavaliers game this weekend. It, just so much going on right now. It's a ton of fun. Uh, so we're going to update our bracket. Like That's going to be the bulk of our show. Is we did the bracket draft last week, and we are going to uh, kind of update the first round. The pool's closed. This will come out Tuesday, so they closed on Monday. So we're going to kind of update everything with that. Uh, the, round, the next round will be dropping today, shortly after this podcast comes out. Uh, so definitely check all of our Twitters for that. Uh, but before we get into that, I kind of wanted to touch on some of the brief newsy things first. Chris, why don't you get us started on that? Because I wanted, one of the things that kind of jumped out from this weekend was the upsets on the women's bracket. Uh, what was the most surprising thing to you? So I don't think the Kentucky and Princeton game was really an upset to me. Like Princeton is a really great team. Um, yeah. It was sad to see, you know, Ryan Howard's career come to an end, but I think she's ready for the W. Um, I think the W's ready for her. So, you know, that's exciting. But then what was the other one? Um Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, no no Caitlin Clark. Uh she didn't definitely didn't play her best game, but you know. I've said this like multiple times, like Iowa is not a complete team. So it was no surprise that it was an upset. I I would be surprised if they – I think last year they made it to the Sweet 16, I think. I think either so. Sweet 16 or Elite 8. But either way, I would be surprised if they even made it that far this year, which they didn't. So, Did you have any big surprises or anything? like? I know, Kiel, you were more locked into the men's tournament for gambling purposes. But did you, <laughs> did you have any big takeaways from the, from the, w, or from the women's side? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Baylor. I was just about to say oh, Baylor. Yeah. Didn't Baylor yeah. just lose yesterday to um Carissa, who'd Baylor lose to? Sandy South Dakota? South Dakota? Yes, State? yeah, because they're the same ones that South Dakota beat. I, I was that that was the game I was gonna talk about. They beat Ole Miss in the first round because I watched a good yes. bit of that game. You know, I love as we talked about before, uh, I love Shakira, but uh yeah, South Dakota's pulling off some upsets. Yeah, they are. Um yeah. Baylor did not look like Baylor at all. Literally the whole game. Oh, also uh, Belmont beating Oregon. That was yes. one. Um, and 
we've been we're pro Satu podcast. Uh, how do you pronounce your little sister's name? Is it Nayara? Nayara? Hopefully. Carissa, do you know? I don't know, but we apologize if it's incorrect. Yeah, if that's wrong, please somebody correct us. But she is tough, man. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to be really fun to watch if she stays healthy and she gets to the W. Like, she was tough. Like, some of her DHL stuff was super cool. Uh, yeah, she was fun. Big fan. But yeah, that was a that was another very shocking upset to see. Well, yeah, Oregon as a whole is not really a great team to me. <laughs> yeah, but, I, mean, today. I mean, that that's fair, but like also it's, it's, just a straight, it's like just from pure seeding purposes, like it is a straight upset. Like, Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. They might not be like the most I've, complete team in the world, but. I feel like what I've gathered the most is that like just from people that I'm paying attention to who are, are following are like, yeah, we've been trying to tell you that upsets are coming eventually. The game is getting a little bit more competitive across the NCAA. And you saw it more in this tournament where even if like, of course, you're saying they're not the most complete teams, but like that wouldn't have mattered in in like decades past. You know what I mean? Where right. the, the top programs would always advance if they had a, a, a all-American talent, they would find a way to move past. It. And the, the gap has closed. And I think that's what's really exciting. It is both men's and women's like it's it's been a fun couple of days. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah don't I mean, even tell me anything about a St. Peter's basketball team ever, bro. Like, God <laughs> dang. Yes, as Akil always tells you when he's talking about gambling, fade Akil, and that was no no more true <laughs> fade than me. Look, a lot of people were in on Kentucky, who would have thought? A lot yeah. of people were also in on Iowa, who would have thought they decided to lose? Uh, Auburn, too. Auburn lost? Did they not lose yesterday? I thought they beat Miami. No, they lost to Miami. Hey, yeah, now my bracket's just really cooked. I mean, I had I only had them going to like my sweet 16, so it is what it is. Tennessee too. I wanted more for Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michigan State lost to Duke, and that was just predicted. It was upsetting nonetheless, but they almost hey. had them. They almost pulled it out. Yeah, yeah like tch. Yeah. Right there, man. We were so <laughs> close. Just four minutes. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. But hey, five stars are gonna five star. That's what they say, That's right? true. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about these brackets on brackets on brackets. So, All right. So okay. there's no more perfect brackets, right? No, I, I know there's so. no more on the women's, but is there any on the men's? There's gotta be no more men's perfect brackets. This is zero I- shot. I thought I saw that it was like down the very little after the first day. I believe they said there's no more perfect because I don't. Yeah, I mean the St. Peter's thing in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I said. I, I'm no disrespect to them. That's really cool. I, I wish my school had done that whenever I went to Robert Morris University. But uh, I didn't even know that college existed until the brackets came out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's no more perfect bracket as of three days ago. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on on the W side of things, still just a little bit of free agency news trickling in. We're basically all done. But uh, of course, I know your Sky signed some people, and then we'll get the kill storm in a moment. But what what, what were the, who did the Sky bring in? Yeah, so we signed Kayla Davis. Um, I know a lot of people are a huge fan of hers. I think we all follow a few like South Carolina um, fans. But yeah, we signed her to a training day. 
And then I think it was two other ones that we signed. Amani McGee Stafford. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, it's, I feel like it's going to be tough for all of, obviously not everybody's going to make the team, but this guy definitely made a lot of moves. And like some of that came with Crystal Bradford being waived because she's not going to be cleared until I think they said mid-season. So maybe she'll be brought back in a partial, like a prorated deal later, but definitely interesting. Definitely interesting yeah. for this guy. Training camp will definitely be competitive. Yes. And on, on the same end for the storm, we'll have a competitive training camp because they had another like power forward slash center today in uh John Tell Lavender. I know you were excited about that signing. Yeah. Um, it's nice to get another big, we will be thinner on the front court right now. It's mm-hmm. just Mercedes, uh, Stewie and Ezzy. So it'll be nice to get some proven depth there uh, to bolster up the bench a little bit. Uh, I'm going to be honest, didn't watch a lot of Indiana Fever games. Um, so, <laughs> hey. Anyone who's listened to this podcast before will be surprised to hear that. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Nobody should be surprised. So I don't really know how she was last year. Like, looks decent while checking out said stats. Uh, but yeah, it'll be fun to see. Maybe she pulls out the spot. Uh, I hope we draft another big because we desperately need one. Um, we don't really need any guards. Uh, but yeah, it'll be nice to see her get another shot as well. I know she's kind of bounced around from team to team over the past couple of years here. Uh, she stayed with the Sparks for like, what, 10-ish years? I really want to say, like around that. Um, so yeah, hopefully it works out for her and it's exciting. Yep, Ohio State drafted fifth overall by the Sparks, one-time All-Star. So, obviously, that was seven years ago now. But, you know, I mean, I think she's a, a like if she makes the team, that's a valuable depth piece, like you said, Akil. I think that she's solid, and that's really all you yeah. can ask for this Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, now to the fun part. We we did the, the lottery draft, or not the lottery draft, the uh, March Madness bracket draft last week. And uh, we did the pools over the weekend for the first round. So we're going to kind of go through the results. I'm going to kind of go region by region and, and see if anything really surprised you. If, while I'm going through, if you guys want to interrupt with any surprises or anything like that, let me know. I'm going to start with Carissa's region. Uh, Candace Parker beat uh, Kia Nurse. Sue Bird, it, it was a mild upset, 8-9. Uh, upset Mercedes Russell. Uh, Alicia Gray. Sorry, that's Chelsea. Chelsea Gray over uh, Taya Cooper. This was an upset. Izzy Harrison over uh, Liz Cambage. Mm, depends on who. Strictly, strictly on seeding. That's all. Uh, Gabby Williams over Angel McCautry. Okay. <laughs> DT, uh, obviously, uh, moved past Mia Coffey. Allie Quigley upset Steph Dolson again, strictly by seeding. I, I, I think that would have been very close generally. And then uh, the big uh, spoiler alert for anyone who has uh, not checked out the results online already: uh, the biggest upset of the tournament so far, 15 seed Natalie Achanla upset uh, Kalia Copper. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that was so surprising <laughs> that I th- that Bailey put in uh, we, before we even recorded today. Bailey was like, "Do we want to just like you know change the results?" And to me. Obviously, that's not what anyone expected, but that's kind of the fun. I mean, we're literally just talking about upsets with, like, with St. Peter's in the men's tournament. So, upsets happen in March. I like that. I kind of like that that happened in our bracket, but definitely, definitely surprising. Uh, Akil, your 
your region. So mostly this is this one's a little bit more chalk than anything else. Uh, Asia, the overall number one seed, move past uh, your favorite mitten, Ariel Powers. That's tough. Marina Mabry, Marina Mabry over Tierra McCowan. Benajelani over Azare. Kelsey Plum over Awapoir. Kelsey Mitchell over Dijon A. Carrington. Sylvia Fowles over Leja Clarendon. Sabrina over Erica Wheeler. And Joel Lloyd over Katie Lou. So I think that's actually every single higher seed one, one in your bracket. So no. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Bailey's region. John Quell Jones over Amanda Zowie B. Natasha Cloud over Kennedy Carter. Alicia Gray over Dewana Bonner. Brianna Stewart over Lexi Brown. This was an upset. Dee Dee Richards over Dierka Hamby. Oh. Ooh. Right? Right? Uh, <laughs> Elena Deladon over Ruthie Hebert. Another upset. Michaela Onionwere over Bree Jones. <laughs> and then <laughs> Courtney Vandersloot over Diamond DeShields. Breaks my heart. What? Aaron slid over Diamond. Uh, Big Diamond fan here. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. But Bigger Slew fan, though. Really so not really. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, my 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 bracket. Uh, Brittany Griner over Arella. Nafisa Collier over Courtney Williams. Sawtu over Ezzy. Skylar Diggins over... Uh, Brittany Sykes. This upset hurt me. Kayla McBride over Alyssa Thomas. Mm. Tina Charles over uh, Bree Turner. Arike over Victoria Vivians. And NECA over Shanae. So some upsets, mostly chalk, but uh, definitely interesting. Like, I, I think it'll be fun to watch this going forward. Akil, I think you've already kind of proclaimed that your number one overall seed, you believe, is going to just run through the entire tournament. And Absolutely. It's hard to argue because she's not like even not like she's the most popular player in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was that was a very huge advantage of having the number one over pick, overall pick. Um, yeah. I'm I actually do like Asia the most, uh, but like I I'll play to Twitter. Like I know what I'm doing out here in these yeah. streets. Like everybody's Twitter favorite player is Asia Wilson. I'm not afraid to pick Asia Wilson just to try to get some votes. Hey, it is what it is. I like it. I mean, you got to win something. It might as well but be exactly. Might as well win this. But yeah, very confident in the Asia Wilson pick. Um, I think she will go very far, do wonderful things. Yeah. And RIP to cause chances in this tournament, losing to Natalie. I'm still just... That's crazy that Ka lost to Natalia Chanwa. Zero zero disrespect to Natalia Chanya while no, but it's the finals MVP. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh anything to look forward to this week? I know that it's it's obviously the, the women the women's tournament is what we're talking about. But uh Chris, what are your biggest things to look forward to with I know there's games on right now, so obviously I'm not gonna speak to those results because anyone who's listening to this will have already gotten those results. But what are you looking forward to with the Sweet 16 coming uh, later this week? Well, um, I think this is definitely one of the hardest March Madnesses in a in a while and then you know in the last few years. Um I'm looking forward to it all. 
I'm bummed as somebody who was watching it for draft perspective because like obviously <laughs> in years coming like like there's players to look forward to for like future drafts but right now like I think of, of the top like four or five like potent, like projected picks I think the only one left is is Nas right yeah and they're currently only winning by two points in the third quarter yeah so obviously if you're hearing this after this comes out you'll know if uh, she's eliminated as well but that would be pretty crazy if I mean, I know that that's not always completely indicative, especially whenever you have like like the best players in the in the country for like the national player of the year race are not eligible for the draft. So that's part of it as well. But I think that, like you said, uh, Iowa going out as early as they did, and we would like to see a little bit more of a run from Ole Miss or Kentucky. But it's it's definitely been fun. I'm looking forward to watching uh, when we get off of here some of the games that are happening tonight. And then as the week goes along, it's, it's fun. It's, it's been a really good tournament. I'll, like, I feel like more than ever, I've seen more social interaction with this tournament. Like, I feel like whether it be the rebrand actually getting to use the March Madness uh, terminology or anything like that, I feel like there's a lot more buzz around the tournament this year from a non like like from a more casual fan perspective, which is only only good news. Who is mm-hmm. Michigan playing right now? Villanova. Oh, who's the Who's like the top five pick on that team? Um, well, there isn't one. Maddie Seagrass, she's only like a sophomore or junior. But she's oh. their best player. She's the young Brianna Stewart, literally. Oh, I thought like, yeah, like I meant like projected like she's like all that. Okay, so Maddie Seagrass is a name that I need to look out for. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You said she's a young Stewie, eh? Yeah, <laughs> like body-wise, she shoots just like her, moves just like her, all of it. How tall is she? Six six though? Around there, yeah, around there. Hmm. Maybe, maybe she's twelve six, already. But she's six one. Okay, Oof. still pretty tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, obviously, it's not. It, we're in the third quarter, so this. I mean, doing commentary on the game that's happening, like when this will come out the following day, is kind of silly. But I think she's she's leading the team in scoring with twelve. Uh, Nas is Nas Selman is killing it with twenty one and nine, but. Michigan is barely leading right now. So definitely something to keep an eye on. She's I, obviously, I don't think anyone's going to necessarily shake the top two picks, even though Nalissa and, and Ryan went out early. But I, I think watching, if, if not, if not someone in Michigan can get past this round, she'll be for me, the player that I want to watch the most. So, but yeah, that a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but that's, then that's okay. There's, we'll, we'll have more to talk about as the bracket moves on next week. We'll kind of go through, we'll have even more results to talk about and definitely check out Bailey's interview later in the week. Uh, I hope you got, you guys listened to his Chris Williamson interview last week. I thought that was actually really well done and kind of delved into some things that I didn't really ex- expect, but uh, there, I think he said he has five or six more interviews coming of, of that nature. So definitely, uh, that'll be replacing like our normal like secondary podcast for the rest of the next five or six weeks so definitely enjoy that and uh, we'll catch you next week on Rebel Edition. Bye.